0: Okay, hey guys, what's going on and welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. It is almost the end of February as I'm recording this and I am so excited about March. I think that it really symbolizes the start of a new season for me. I know that spring, I don't think it starts until technically April, but for me where I live, March is usually when it starts being a lot warmer outside. So I'm really excited about the new month and I'm hoping that you guys have had a fantastic February. It has been a little bit of a weird month for me. I think that I have been slowly building myself out of this little slump that I've been in. I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast but I typically fall into a little slump after like a few weeks in each year and so I've been kind of just working on pulling myself up and out of that. But now I feel like I'm at a point where I'm going to be able to maintain a pretty consistent routine as we head into March and I'm pretty excited about that. But what we are really talking about today is a bunch of my February favorites. These are currently things that I cannot get enough of. It's going to be a little bit of a combination of some products, some activities, some things I've been doing. I really just wanted to make a little list of things that brought me a lot of joy this past month, and so I was journaling about it, and I was like, you know what, this might be kind of fun to share. I've definitely gotten into some things this month that have been super exciting for me, so I'm excited to share them with you, and definitely comment something that you've been loving this past month in the little question poll thing on Spotify. I'd love to Hear some of your responses. But yeah, that's what we're gonna be chatting about today. Grab a coffee, a tea, or whatever is kind of suiting your mood right now, and let's get started. Okay, number one on my favorites list has been my Hobonichi planner. I did a YouTube video on this where I kind of just walked through how I've been using it on a weekly basis. I do have the Techno Weeks one. I know that there are a lot of different options available, but that was just the one that I decided to get, and I just kind of folded up and put it inside of my traveler's journal. So it is something that has seriously been going everywhere with me. I pretty much never leave the house without my planner or my journal and so I've been getting a lot of really good use out of it. If you guys have been here for a little bit, you know that I was a pretty avid bullet journaler. I think I started bullet journaling in 2016 and I still really use it a lot. There's a lot of practices in bullet journaling that I think I've now carried over into my current planning system. I was really big on Notion and digital planning and bullet journaling and I pretty much just had a bunch of my planning resources kind of spread out all over and this year especially just because I've been feeling so overwhelmed with life lately I really wanted to just consolidate and kind of create some sort of journal or notebook that had everything and I mean everything in it and so I did some browsing on Pinterest at some of my favorite like journaling pages and I ended up finding the Hobonichi planner that people were using I really really like the layout of it I like that it gives me the freedom to be able to bullet journal in a sense where like I can kind of still create my own pages and kind of personalize it a lot but it also has the things that a typical planner would have so I'm not having to like redraw or rewrite that in every week it has all of my dates it has like a monthly calendar thing some notes in the back and I find that it's just a really small pocket planner it literally fits in my hand and I feel like that's something that I was missing when I was kind of doing bullet journaling and planning I would have to carry around this giant notebook with me that would usually get really thick and so this has been a really good alternative for me lately. I have been absolutely loving it. I love customizing my weekly pages. I've been adding a lot more stickers and washi tape to them lately just to add like a different color to each week. So like this week, I think my color was like orange, red, and then tan. I did like a whole like sunset theme type thing. And then last week I did a bunch of blues and greens and stuff like that. And it's just a really, really fun thing to be able to do. And I feel like it's also been helping me keep a lot more organized. I definitely still see the value in bullet journal but for me I think I just got a little bit tired of having to rewrite everything out all the time so I wanted something that I could still be creative with while still having the structure of a more traditional planner so that is definitely my number one I love that thing number two on my favorites list is my giant mason jar for water now I'm sure that if you're online at all you know what a Stanley cup is or you know all sorts of different water bottles that become trendy and then they're not trendy and I was actually given a Stanley cup and it just kind of feels like any other water bottle. I don't really think that there's anything super super special about it. So I was using that for a while but then I usually always result back to what I know and love and that is my giant mason jar. I don't know how to explain it but I feel like drinking cold water or tea out of a big glass jar just makes it feel so much more refreshing and I feel like I always really worried about the water bottles like metal ones becoming dirty or never being able to really get in there and clean it well. And so as somebody who who really doesn't want to worry about mold or something weird in water bottles like I got sent that video so many times of people being like oh people are seeing mold in their water bottles and luckily I never had an experience like that but even the thought of it kind of made me a little bit more nervous about it so I ended up switching back to my good old faithful one my mason jar and I love it and I think it's just super practical for really anything I would really recommend that if you ever start using one to get one with a wide mouth I used to always use the little ones for like lemonade and cute stuff like that during the summer and then it kind of just became an all-year-round thing for me I feel like it's just something that's always laying around and I feel like there's so many uses that you can kind of experiment with with it so like for example in the morning I fill it up with water to the very top and then I tell myself that I'm gonna have to drink that by usually about midday and then around lunchtime I go back to my kitchen refill it and then drink that amount by bedtime and when I say it's a big mason jar I mean it's a big mason jar like sometimes I need two hands to hold it but I feel like it's really efficient just because it gives you that access to water, but then you're also not having to always go and buy the new and next water bottle that's on trend that month. Mason jars will always be my favorites but again if you ever wanted to get one or if you ever had one laying around that you're wanting to use on a more daily basis I definitely 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 would recommend the wide mouth ones. My hand fits right in there and I can really give it a good clean and so that gives me a lot of peace of mind and then I also feel like you tend to clean your water bottle more often when it's easy to clean it so that's just another plus. Number three on my favorites list is my mocha pot coffee. Now I have just started experimenting with this I think maybe two weeks ago or so. So this is definitely a February favorite of mine because I have slowly been phasing out of my Nespresso. I just felt like the pods were getting a little bit too wasteful. I didn't like how expensive it always felt and so I went back to drip coffee I think a few months ago just like with your normal drip coffee maker so I was drinking that for a while but then I sometimes miss the taste of espresso. I really like the strength of it. Like when I drink a latte or something, I really like it to feel a little bit stronger and less sweet if that makes sense. And so that wasn't always something I was able to get with just like traditional drip coffee. So I was looking into ways I could make a semi-espresso at home without having to invest in like a giant espresso machine. And my solution ended up being buying a mocha pot and I have been using this thing every single morning. I feel like I've been getting a lot better at managing like the heat and everything that goes along with it. The first time I made it it definitely was pretty bitter and I think it's because I left it on the stovetop for a little bit too long so it definitely was a little trial and error thing for me there for a little bit but now that I feel like I have the hang of it it has been so so nice to be able to make it in the morning from everything I read online about it it is like a middle ground between drip coffee and espresso and it's like in that range and so it tastes really really strong I can whip it with some sugar and it gets really frothy which I really like and I've just been really enjoying making my coffee at home lately i think that in the past month especially in february i've been going out to get coffee a lot and i think it was just because i was craving that kind of stronger coffee flavor that my drip coffee machine just wasn't giving me and so this was a really good alternative it's also really affordable in comparison to like getting a whole espresso machine which I might do in the future but it's just such a big investment that I wanted to be sure of it before I make that decision so yeah the mocha pot is what I will be using for now if you haven't tried it and you're looking for a good espresso like alternative then I would really really recommend it number four on my list is using yoga flows as my main form of movement now I I've been going back and forth for a while now as to what I want my main form of exercise to be. I've gone from doing really high intensity workouts to doing Pilates, I've gone to walking, and I've tried running. And what i found is that the one form of movement that I'm able to do the most consistently, like the one that I really am able to stick to every day, has always been yoga. Yoga with Adrian is always a good YouTube channel that I watch for it, and I just find them to be so relaxing and it gives me that sense of movement without making me feel like i'm overdoing it so i've really been enjoying doing that as like my morning movement so i wake up i have my coffee i journal i do that whole thing and then i really just take some time to release my body really stretching and really just trying to pinpoint if anything feels weird and just pushing through that it has been so so helpful to me just because i feel like in the past sometimes what i'll do is i will try and do these really high intensity workouts every day and then i'll be burnt out within the first few days And it's rarely ever something I look forward to, if that makes sense. And so for a while there, I did try Pilates as my main form of movement. And I did really like that too. So I'm going to probably do some sort of combination of the two at some points. But I've just been feeling really, really kind of relaxed lately i'm not looking to do anything super high intensity or super like fast if that makes sense i really just want to move slow and be intentional and use it as a time to connect with my body instead of viewing exercise as something i have to do i'm trying to really view it as something i get to do something that allows me to connect with my body feel better in my body and i've been really focusing on that positive side of movements and yoga flows have been really really impactful in that So that is definitely on my favorites list. Number five on the list is decluttering. Now I got into a big mood, I think at the end of January where I just went through my house and I really, really cleaned out. I don't think I've done a deep clean slash declutter like that in a really long time. I think I had bags and bags for donations and it was really something that I felt like I needed. I am gonna be moving soon. I think we're gonna end up moving probably in the middle of March to early April. And I really try to help myself prepare for that I've been trying to declutter and do some organizing that way by the time it comes to move I'm not really like stressed out over the idea of having to pack things up or declutter at the same time so I've been trying to turn it into a process where every day I kind of take a look around the things that I'm using on a day-to-day basis and that really helps bring my attention to what I'm not using so I'll kind of make a mental note on if I haven't seen myself use something in a while and if I don't use it in the near future probably prior to the move then I will probably just be parting ways with it. I think that decluttering can be a really nice way for you to let go of the past and welcome new things into your life. And so it's definitely been a favorite of mine lately. I think that there is something that just feels so good about letting go of things and knowing that, at least for me, I'm a really sentimental person. And so sometimes I struggle with attaching memories and feelings and emotions to an object. And while there are definitely some things that I know I'm never going to be able to get rid of just because I am super sentimental, there are other things that I can kind of evaluate and realize that the memory or the sentiment isn't attached to that item, it's attached to my thoughts around it. So it's felt kind of healing in a way for me to be able to go through and declutter and let go of things just because I don't need them in my life anymore. Moving back to the product side of my favorites list, the sixth thing is body oil in the shower. I've been using the Neutrogena body oil lately, but my go to one will always, always, always be the Palmer's one. I buy those things in bulk sometimes and. And the Neutrogena one is good, but I think that the smell of it is a little bit weird sometimes. I definitely prefer the Palmers one. If you're going to get into like body oiling after the shower and stuff, it is such a great way for you to really lock in moisture to your skin. And I really, really love it. I usually start doing it in the summer, but lately I've been doing it in the winter because I felt like my skin was pretty dry lately. And so what I do is I take my shower, I exfoliate, I shave, I do whatever I gotta do. And then I take my body oil whenever my skin is still wet and I just kind of rub it in, and it really really locks in that moisture. I feel like you could even do this with lotion if you wanted to. Something about putting it onto wet skin I feel like really helps just lock it in, because when I go to bed and wake up in the morning, it feels like my skin is seriously just as soft, and so it's a really really cool thing. I think I saw it on TikTok at some points. I've always used body oil with SPF as my main form of like moisturizer during the summertime, but doing it in the shower like that has been such a game changer, so what that definitely made the favorites list this month. The next thing on my list is estate sales. Now I have been thrifting for a pretty long time now. I think I originally started in college. That's when I really made the shift from buying things from your like traditional fast fashion places to really trying to make sure that a lot of my clothing was sourced secondhand. Financially, it's better for you. It's better for the planet. And I really feel like there are just so many advantages to buying your clothing secondhand. And I say this because I would really love to inspire you to head over to your thrift store, head over to an estate sale and try to find something that you're on the hunt for secondhand. I feel like it feels like a treasure hunt sometimes and it's just so rewarding when you find something that you really want and you didn't have to you know buy it from a retail store or something. Like just this past weekend I ended up getting a mirror for my new house and I am so so excited about it. I'm looking at it right now actually. It's gold with like a little leaf pattern type thing at the top. There was another one like it at the estate sale. It was like a double thing but I ended up only getting one of them because of the space that I think it's gonna take up but I am so excited about it and I paid $50 for it I believe and when you look up trending mirrors like from anthropology and stuff those mirrors can get into like the thousands which I think is just so expensive for something like that and so for me the financial benefit of it was really big but then I also feel like I was able to get really individual items that feel really special to me and so that was really cool for me to be able to find a lot of stuff this month that I'm looking forward to bringing to the new house. In the past I've typically only gone to thrift stores and I hadn't really gotten into estate sales until I think late of last year. That's when I really started to seek them out every weekend and I just really enjoy going and I get my coffee in the morning and I just go and I browse and I just think it's a really fun experience. So I would definitely recommend checking out estate sales near you. I love the concept behind giving new life to old things and I think that I just have so much respect for the items and for the people who own them before me. I think that it really is something where it's like you carry on the memory and like I said I'm really sentimental so even if you don't think of it that way it can still be a really fun way for you to find something unique for your home at seriously a fraction of the cost so estate sales are really really up there on my favorites list this month number eight on my February favorites is bottom watering my plants Okay this is another thing that I've honestly been doing for a while but I think that February I really made it into like a system. I've got my buckets of water that I put my plants in and then I've got like little draining dishes to kind of sit them in while they drain some of that excess water out and depending on the plants I'll typically leave it in there for like an hour sometimes and then it just absorbs all the water it needs and it's honestly just really convenient because instead of having to try to play some sort of game with my hanging plants with watering them up there like in the pots they're in hanging from the Ceiling, I just take them down, plop them into the buckets, and then let them sit for a bit while I go and do other things. I really feel like the health of my plants has really improved since I started bottom watering, and I've also had zero issues with any of those little like fungal gnats anymore. I used to always have a problem with that because I tend to overwater my plants, and so this has been a really good way for me to control my watering schedule. I wait for the leaves to get a little bit droopy, plop them in the buckets, and they are good to go. The next thing on my list is bigger purses, plus a little mini bag inside of it. I think especially in the past year of my life, I have really realized the value in having a purse that can fit a lot of stuff. I used to always carry around like pretty small crossbody bags with just the essentials. I would put my phone in it, my ID, a card, and then maybe some cash or something. And now if you go and watch one of my like what's in my bag YouTube video, you will see that I keep everything in my bag from some makeup to playing cards to a mini chess set. I will put anything and everything in my purse just because the whole idea that you never know what you might need or where you might need it. I have pens in there, I have like two different flavors of gum, and it's really become like a personality trait of mine lately, where when we're out and about with like friends and stuff, they know that if they need something, I probably have that in my purse. But the one problem that I was having with carrying around these bigger bags is that whenever I wanted to switch my bag from one to another, I would almost always forget something in the previous bag. So to avoid that happening in the future, I ended up grabbing One of my like little cosmetic bags. I think I thrifted it originally so I would have something to take with me on a trip, but then it was just kind of sitting around because I don't travel that often. So I decided to take all of those little loose end items and just stick them all inside of this little mini pouch. And then I take the mini pouch and put it inside of whatever bag I'm using. I know I've seen them before, but there are purse organizers that you can do this with. I ended up just using a cosmetic bag because it's what I had and I didn't really want to buy something new just for this, but it has. Has been a game changer because I really enjoy being able to switch out my bags for like what I'm wearing and stuff but I always got so frustrated when I would forget something or when I would essentially lose stuff in all of the purses I have I'll put a lipstick I'm wearing in and then I won't see it again until I use that purse again and so that type of thing was just continuously happening and I was just tired of it so this little mini bag situation has been super helpful if you want to start using something like that then I definitely would recommend seeing if you have any cosmetic bags That could work for that situation If not, you can go ahead and find a cosmetic bag anywhere or I think you can check on amazon or something for Like specific purse organizers if you want to kind of go down that route, obviously totally up to you I just love the concept of being able to take my mini bag and put it into any bag I want knowing that I have everything I need Okay, we have made it to number 10 on my february favorites list and that is my spotify day list If you have a spotify, you know that they do those like discover weekly and new release fridays and i don't know when they released it but they started to do a thing called your Daylist, list and i think it updates a couple times throughout the day i think it does one in the morning one in the afternoon and then two at like evening and then nighttime and it updates this playlist to songs that either you already have liked or saved and then it also sprinkles in some other ones that fit that vibe and i almost exclusively listen to my Daylist list now i barely even use my personal no playlist anymore just because I find the day list to be so accurate for pretty much whatever I would ever want to listen to. Let me pull it up so I can show you guys what my current one is. Okay, so today's day list is Chill Pop Surf Crush Monday Afternoon. The next update is at 5 55 p.m. and I think it just kind of filters through what you currently listen to at certain times throughout the day or the week and then it just creates this custom playlist for you. So I have been really enjoying just listening to it whenever I turn on my music. Super, super cool. I definitely think that I was a really big playlist person because I wanted to be able to have a playlist for every moment or like every mood that I might be in. And I feel like the day list just perfectly encompasses everything I want to listen to whenever I want to listen to it, if that makes sense. Like on Monday afternoons, I'm typically always working. So my day list always has songs that I like to listen to while I'm working. Whereas maybe if I'm listening to music on like a Sunday night, it changes the the vibe entirely and i just think it's a really cool feature if you have spotify and you're looking for new music or you're just looking to turn something on that has the vibe that you're probably going to want in that moment but that is everything on my february favorites list i hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast i really had a lot of fun making this list and definitely feel free to comment your favorites down below as well if you enjoyed today's podcast feel free to rate it over on spotify or apple podcasts thank you guys again so so much for listening and for being here it honestly means the world to me and I am just so happy that you're here. But anyways, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Happy Monday. I'll see you guys all next week on Onwards and Upwards. Bye guys.